Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Pick, and my partner, the longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Beckles here. Uh, we want to talk about the frustrating loss that the Eagles uh, provided us last week against the Giants. Before we do that, let's talk about Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine and our Legacy Club. It's an exclusive business network that can help you in your business. If you have any interest in attending one of our live Zoom chat events free of charge, call Ken at 856-912-4007 or email me at ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. So, Mark, I wrote down some descriptive <laughs> phrases uh-oh, for my uh-oh. my emotional state of the Eagles last weekend. And are, disgusting. Are, are we guided by the FCC? Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good question. I think we probably can curse. I'm not going to do it because my wife is mad at me. But, uh, you know, disgusting, disgraceful, uninspired, coming off of a bye week to have that kind of performance. You, when you've got some players healthy, you got Miles Sanders back, you got Lane Johnson back, you got Alshon Jeffrey back on the field. And then you just, yeah, I, I hear you. But, and then to come out and play an uninspired game. And let me tell you something. The Giants are getting better, okay? The Eagles are not. The Giants wanted that game more than the Eagles did, and they proved it on the field. So what is your take? Because to me, in a season full of lows, this was the low point for me. Oh, yes. In all phases of the game, we're going we're gonna to dissect it. Uh, quarter by quarter here, but what, what were your thoughts on what you saw? Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree with you more. And this was I, when we talked last week about the lowest point. I thought it was the opening day loss, blowing that lead against Washington. You know, for opening day, you should be, but you can make excuses for opening day. You know, here there's no excuse. I mean, there's like you said, coming off a bye, and that's and this is where, and I've kind of not defended them, but gave them the benefit of the doubt. This one's on Doug Peterson. I think as much as that, I mean, the players, the players have been awful, but I mean, the one strength of Andy Reid's, what I was trying to say the one strength, but one of Andy's strengths, he was incredible the week after a bye. I mean, I think he, uh, until things got bad at the end, he was undefeated. He was undefeated after a bye, after, during the Andy, Andy's strong suit was preparation. Yes. And breaking down the other team and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. And when you give him two weeks, he was pretty good. Well, Doug had two weeks to prepare for, and you said the Giants are getting better. I mean, but, but they couldn't have gotten much worse. So, yeah, they're getting better, but they're still not good. They're 3-7. and seven. You know, to, to come out and play that poorly and, that, and look that unprepared against a team that you just played, too. I mean, you know, Doug, did all, Doug was awful, just awful. Awful preparation, awful during the game. Why did he go for two when they were down? To I mean, that, that, it didn't yeah, matter. We're gonna, that was just we're, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll, we'll break that down. Well, first of all, let me just say that this offense is broken, okay? There's too many silly penalties. Jalen Rager jumps offside, and one of my pet peeves in football is on when a receiver, and I was out there, so I know mm-hmm. when a receiver, all he has to do is look at the football being snapped, and then he runs his route. There's no reason – for a wide receiver to jump offside. The offensive line is terrible. All of a sudden, J- <clears throat> Jason Kelsey forgets how to snap the football. He must have snapped yeah, four about? or five of them right at Wentz's feet. The receivers can't separate. You know who the leading receiver was? in this Richard Rodgers. Richard Rodgers. Okay, he was playing street ball two months ago. He's the leading <laughs> receiver yards-wise for the Eagles last week. I mean, the, to me, the only guys 
that played well. Of course, Boston Scott always played yes, well. I guess Giants. Miles Sanders had a good day rushing the ball. He cannot uh, pass protect, and he has trouble catching the ball. The receivers can't separate. There's no speed on the field. To you know, Jalen Rager is supposed to be a burner. I don't see him separating from the cornerbacks of the Giants, who are not known to be that great. Okay, so the one guy's pretty good. I'll, I'll give that one. But what? Name, um, so what? Still. What is what is going on, Doug? Now let's talk about the two point conversion. Okay, you can take analytics only so far, oh, in my opinion. Yeah. Now exactly. I've been you and I've been watching football for probably forty plus years. Okay, <laughs> tell me what logic there is to cutting the lead to three points and going to two and cutting it. I mean, where, where where does that come into play? How well, could that be statistically an advantage not to bring it to a field goal game? I don't get it. Well, they'll tell you, and I don't agree with this at all. Let me, let me preface by I don't agree with this. I'm with you. I'm old school. Just take the extra point, cut it to three, and you're, you're, you, you got it within three. That's the whole thing. That's goal. not old school to me. That's common sense. That's right. Go ahead. They want to cut it to two, then a field goal would win the game for you. Well, Listen, but, don't you have to tie the game first? Well, that's, to win what the game? I, that's what I would think. Plus, well, in spite of that, in spite of that, the the, the play call. All right, going for two was dumb. The execution, the the play call was dumber, and the execution of it was the worst of all. Well, uh, how many times have they have they absolutely flubbed the two point conversion this year? And he keeps wanting to do it. I mean, and listen, I, I'm all for being aggressive. I love going for fourth and one at midfield. You know, I, I love the aggressive nature of, of Doug and, and what he's done. And it's paid off for him in the past. But I just – that I don't – you will never make me understand how that is a statistical <laughs> advantage not to bring it to a field goal game. I'm sorry. But, right. you and, know, and it turned out it didn't matter, but it, it could it have mattered. It didn't, but it, it could have. Now, now, now let's, let's, let's break the, the thing down because – the Eagles start the game, and Daniel Jones marches right down the field. The first series, eight plays, 85 yards. Giants go up 7 to nothing. Eagles have a decent drive. They come back with a field goal. <clears throat> the next drive, or I think it's the next drive, or it may have been the one after that, 13 plays for the Giants, 75 yards, Gallman touchdown. Now, Boston Scott counters with a 56-yard run, which was, by the way, the glowing highlight of the entire mm-hmm. game for the Eagles' offense. Okay, they go for two, they make it. It's a 14 to 11 game. I like, and it, that right? was—I I don't mind going for two there. No, no, that's actually you know, even though it's, it's good. early by old football right. standards, old school standards, I think that that's a good play. Right now, on the now you you're back in the game, right? You're right. back in the, you've struggled offensively, defensively. You're back in the game. The Giants go six plays, 75 yards, right down the field. Gallman with a one-yard touchdown, and now it's 21 to 11. And, you know, we're back in the same hole. Isn't, isn't that a trait of winning football teams? You get back in the game, and now the defense stops them. And the yep. Giants, who are not known as a terrific offense, you know, they lost Saquon Barkley. They're, they're exactly. doing it with the spit and glue. They, they they march right down the field. I mean, and 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 here's another thing that I know you have been all over us in the press conference. Not one reporter asked Doug Peterson about Jim Schwartz and the defense. Not one. I mean, what? That's all. You know, I know, I know. I'm venturing here. I'm, I'm going off. No, no, you're but you're right. I would. <laughs> so so what? I mean, what what, what do you think's going on? I, it's a mess. It's a, I mean, I've seen messes, and this is this qualifies as a mess. It's just a, 
I mean, what's the what's the strength of this team right now? Is there one? I mean, it's really, it's really not. Well, supposedly the defensive line, but I didn't see them step up. Against a bad Giants offensive line, they didn't dominate. They had a couple right. of sacks, right? I think Barnett had a sack, and Vinny Curry had a sack, but they didn't dominate the Giants defense. I mean, offensive line by any means. No. I mean, Daniel Jones seemed to kind of do what he – Daniel Jones, who I think is not – I mean, the Giants aren't even sold on him. There, there's, there's, there's rumors up there that, you know, the Giants might be looking for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So he's not like the end all guy. I mean, he he looked like a polished NFL quarterback Sunday. He looked like yeah. a guy that you know, hey, this guy looks pretty good. Well, no, he played against a defense that was terrible. Well, the one Here's, thing the one thing I will say about Jones is that the Giants do play to his strengths. All right, he's a running quarterback. They run a quarterback option and they run it effectively. Now that can get a quarterback killed right. in the NFL. We we both know that, but. Uh, you know, players are replaceable, right? I guess the Giants feel like, well, if he goes down, <laughs> we'll just draft another one. But, you know, right. that's what he's good at. And they Well, he's got to get hit that. to get hurt. And the Giants, the Eagles didn't, didn't touch him. Right. And, and how about the tackling for the Eagles? How about, how about the way the, the, the cornerbacks and the safeties just throw a shoulder lo- low and don't wrap up? And, you know, the linebackers can't really cover that. Well, although I think they have, the, actually the linebackers, even though we don't know their names, they're, they're, they're stepping up a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I just uh, I mean, Schwartz we all expected trouble. more from this team. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I didn't expect a Super Bowl this by any chance, but I thought they'd be. I mean, I'm not. I mean, last week I told you that they're still going to win the NFC East. I can't yeah. say that anymore. They just lost no. to it. I thought, if, if nothing else, they would beat all the NFC East teams, and I, and yeah, that would only win only get them six wins. And that would be enough to make to win that awful division. Yeah. Now I can't tell you they're going to win a division. Okay, so you tell me. Here, here's the schedule coming up. You tell me. But they're going to lose the next five. At yeah, Cleveland. Lo- lo- so, you, so last week you were somewhat optimistic that the Eagles, you know, coming off the bye, getting healthy, could be Cleveland. You no, no longer think, so. think that, right? No, because Cleveland's, so. Cleveland's defense is too, too good. I don't think so either. Now, Cleveland's got a good defense. Home against Seattle. No, they never beat Seattle. I told you that. They never beat Seattle. Now Seattle's actually struggled a little bit That's the last okay. two or three weeks. But they have the perfect you, medicine. Do- so you, even if, and by the way, by the way, um, Philadelphia just issued more restrictions. No fans, no fans right. in the stands, which really doesn't <laughs> That's make that much difference. Kind of a break for the fans. I, was, I almost posted <laughs> yesterday that nobody's going to show up anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's a different story. Um, Next game, you you cover Green Bay. For, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're not going to be Green Bay at Green not Bay, even, right? No, no, yeah. they should. Now, now the Eagles catch a break because Drew Brees looks like he's going to be out for a while in New Orleans. They have New Orleans at home. Is that a possible? Well, that's what I told them? you before. Maybe that of, of of the five, that's the most. I think the most winnable. But Jameis Winston isn't. I mean, he's not Drew Brees, and he's 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 not what. Everybody thought he was going to be when he was the number one pick in the draft, but he's not terrible. I mean, he'll make mistakes, but he'll only make mistakes yeah. if a defense takes it, can make the mistake happen. Well, I don't like Winston. I, don't, I think he's just uh, – he makes too many poor decisions. Right. Now, I will say this. When he went in for, in the New Orleans game this past weekend, I thought he played relatively well. And that may have something uh, yeah. to do with being under Sean, Sean Payton, Payton yep. who, who is really a quarterback guru. I mean, he's, he's, he's been successful good. at quarterbacks wherever he goes. So, and Alvin we'll, Kamara is a, a tough, tough oh, running back. Oh, so he, they, he's, they have, he's top yeah. three, three or four in the league, I think. They've got so much speed on that team. So, so talented on offense. I mean, that, 
Orleans Saints team is a fun team to watch. I, I hope yep. Drew Brees gets healthy because if he does, they're going to be a force uh, this year in the playoffs. And then the Eagles got to go to Arizona. Now, they're not beating them. Now, how, you, how, how in the world are the Eagles going to control Kyler Murray? They're not. Okay? I mean, it just so, – so now you're looking at five losses in a row, which makes the team at that point three, ten, and one. Are they still competitive? Yeah. So three, ten, and one. Let's give them wins the last two games, which I don't think is going to happen. Let's give them wins. Five, ten, and one. Five, ten, and one might win that division. It really might. (laughs) It really might. This is where I think the NFL, and they'll never, ever, ever do this, but they should. They really should. I might have to call, call Troy and put it in his head. Somebody could step up and say, wait a minute. Yeah. No. If you win the division of five, ten, and one, you're not going to play. That's a well. Did, didn't hockey do that a couple of years ago with the with the reshuffle or something? Oh yeah, they did the... something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but they, yeah. Because five, listen, five, ten, and one should not be in the playoffs. It really shouldn't. You agree with that, right? If you're five, ten, uh, well, you're I mean, not, they're they're, they're not they're not going to change that system, and they're certainly yeah. not going to change it midstream. But um... well, what they really should do. And they, this has been talked about every – when I covered the league for 30-some years, almost – I used to go to, to the owners' meetings where they rule changes and stuff. Almost every year it was brought up, and I, and I would talk to coaches, and they would say, yeah, we're all in favor of it, but they, it would always get voted down. Mm-hmm. If – let's just say, even last year, the Eagles won the division at, what, 9-7 and seven they were, right? And they won the division. And, they, and Seattle was like 11-5. and five. And Seattle had to come to Philly because Philly was a division winner and Seattle was the wild card. Every year they, they want to change the rule that if the wild card team has a better record, they should host the game. And I'm, I'm 100% in favor of that. Mm-hmm. Just because you wish you did you should have a home game. Well, listen, we've got about a minute left. Let, yeah. let me uh, broach this subject before we leave. Do Doug and Howie survive this, this, this oh, Howie season? Does. Howie, Howie does, does. okay, Howie because of this relationship with Lurie. You think Doug? Yeah. Survives even yes. though does he, he one do. more year? I think Schwartz gets. I think they blame Schwartz and he's gone. How he'll hire a defensive coordinator who he likes. Then if they get off to a slow start next year, Doug's gone, and whoever they hire as defensive coordinator will be the the, the interim head head coach. What okay. about what about Doug giving up play calling responsibility? So who's who's going to call him? Who's yeah. going to call him? Marty Mortenweg. <laughs> well, he's done it. He's done it before. Can it be any worse than it is right now? I don't know. I mean, but they don't have anybody. To call. Press Taylor's going to call plays. They don't have anybody. I mean, Doug's Doug's not doing a good job. But who are you going to turn over to? <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, it's a frustrating Frank time. Frank Reich isn't there anymore. <laughs> I guess I guess there's always hope. We'll we'll recap the Cleveland game next week. Mark, it's a pleasure. Thanks everybody right. for joining us for the Bird Brain. Take care.